Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, VP listeners. This is Kim Hauer. It's Wednesday, August 10th, and I'm joined by Andrea again today. Um, Wednesdays are the day that we share how you came to VP, why you stay here, are you connected here, what you've done, what you want to do, anything really. So (laughs) um, would you share with us your little VP story? Sure. Um, We have been coming to Victory Point just over a year. And I think I mentioned before, we literally live right down the road, um, less than two miles. So we um, had been attending another local church for a while in the years prior, um, but it was a big place. And we were in the midst of slash coming off of a pandemic. And so things got crazy for everyone um, Mm -hmm. in lots of organizations during that time. And so we were really looking for, um, use that kind of as a time to reevaluate and looking for something closer to home. It was probably close to 25 minutes away from home. Um, So just would have liked something closer and smaller, um, more intimate where you can actually get to know people well. Um, Our experience was not that we didn't plug in, but just that there's a lot of changes that happen within small groups and big places. And, um, you know, over several years, we just wanted something more consistent that way. So we decided to come to Victory Point last summer, beginning of the summer or end end of spring, and we're just very warmly welcomed. Um, I had actually looked it up online, of course, like you do these days. And saw that Dwight was the worship leader and he had led worship when I was at Hope and we have a number of mutual friends. So I thought, well, that must be a pretty decent place that he's (laughs) planted there. So um, that was also part of our connection, if you will, though I had not known him very well at that point at all. So Mm -hmm. we came and were and continue to be um, appreciative of the discipleship piece that is so important here um, to the leadership and um, church as a whole, the church body, um, and living out our faith and um, going into the hard places and doing the things God asks us to do and um, speaking truth along the way and sticking to scripture in doing so as well. Um, That might sound silly as a church, but Mm -hmm. in today's day and age, um, we've appreciated as well about how Truth has been spoken here um, in loving, kind ways, but without, um, I don't know, changing the word of God to match our times, if you will. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what stuck out to me in today's reading, too, we can talk about later. But uh, those are hopefully giving you a good picture of how we ended up here and, you know, what we've appreciated about this community. Yeah, it is a great community, and I agree that... um, Truth is important, speaking mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. challenging, encouraging, right? Those are things that we're called to do. Um, it's not always easy. No. Sometimes you got to get down and dirty. Um, yeah. And I do like that our church has kind of shifted actually in that direction. Um, I wouldn't say that it had ever abandoned it, but I think it made it more of a focus mm-hmm. for discipleship. And I think that's 
really something that draws people in. I do think that the truth really will draw people in, even though it's hard sure. sometimes. Sure. Um, so yes, I remember, I don't know if it was the first time you guys visited or it just happened to be it may the first have been time the first we time. met. I, it may have been the first time we were here, but at best it was the second. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> and I am not somebody who generally like goes out of my way to talk to people that are new. I'm very shy normally. Um, and I don't, I really wasn't even approaching you guys. Um, but it was like the end of that church service. We had all stayed like you were with a different group and I was talking to whatever people I was talking to and it was late. And this is what my family absolutely despises about me um, <laughs> is that I will stay until the very last person leaves. And we are um, not good at exiting either. We have been trying to work on exit strategy for years. We're not very good at it. So we were both. And you love people. Yes. We were both lingering. <laughs> yeah. So as we're walking out, I think I was walking out slightly ahead of you. Correct me in my story here if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I was walking ahead of you guys. Um, and I think I was talking to one of my kids or something and said, Boy, I feel like we're closing down the bar. Yes. Um, and Frank actually, he's yes. like, what did you say? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I know these people are new. I've never seen them before. Um, and I just put my foot in my mouth. But you like, did say what you, you repeated it for us. Yes. And I said, well, I feel like we're closing down the bar. We're like the last ones here, you know, turn the lights out when you leave kind of thing. Yes. And he, I think, I don't know exactly how he said it, but he's like, I thought that's what you said. I think we're going to come back. <laughs> he said, you know? that is awesome. That is so funny. <laughs> he could appreciate the, just the realness, I guess. Of yes. And um, what you said. And I was very nervous that I totally just put a oh bad gosh. light on Victory Point. Oh so gosh. I did not intend to do that. It <laughs> means no. like we're a whole bunch of, you know bar goers and whatnot. I mean, that, some of us are, but, uh, but hopefully it, with the Holy Spirit going with us, right, you know, to right, shine a light in right. dark places. Um, but anyway, I'm like, oh, thank you, God, for making that turn out to be an okay thing to say, because I'm sure there's some that that might have offended. Sure. Um, so I appreciate that you guys were not offended by my No, my goodness. Slip, no, but, um, especially between the two of us, we've lived a lot of life. And so to hear you say that was funny and refreshing that it was not a stuffy you know type of place or that it, that was a very just i don't know real off the cuff remark that made us laugh yeah i do feel like um i've learned from a lot of people here you know like what real looks like yes you know and yes. walking your christian faith um so i'm glad that i had that experience of people above me mentoring me to be real um and i'm glad that that was okay to be real in front of you guys <laughs> and you didn't just walk away so i'm glad that you guys are here i love seeing you on Sundays and um, yeah, love to get to know you more through this even. So yes. that's super cool. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, today we're going to read from Jeremiah 23, verse 23 through 29. And I will go ahead and read that. I will start off by saying that we're kind of picking up in the middle of a section. So we'll maybe talk to that in a minute, but it does kind of come in pretty abrupt. It says, am I a God who is only close at hand, says the Lord? No, I am far away at the same time. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and earth, says the Lord? I have heard these prophets say, listen to the dream I had from God last night. And then they proceed to tell lies in my name. 
How long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit, inventing everything they say. By telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me, just as their ancestors did by worshiping the idols of Baal. Let these false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. There is a difference between straw and grain. Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces? And that's it. So that is like a in-between section. Yes. So I encourage you, first of all, listeners, read the beginning of Jeremiah 23 from beginning to end um, so you can understand the context of it. We might speak to it a little bit in discussion today, but um, I just strongly encourage you to read the whole thing because it kind of is one big text and we just read a small portion of it. So, yes. uh, But what stood out to you in this reading? Well, I'll start by saying, um, I think because I am a simple person that that makes way for the Lord to move in some ways, but then there are other times I wish I knew more, right? Like this is one of those times I read and I thought, oh, I wish I had more training. I wish I knew more about context. And granted, there's so many resources out there. You can always dive deep in. But um, that being said, this, I think it would be helpful to know some historical, social, um, cultural context and what is happening. But nonetheless, um, you know, the first thing, of course, that spoke to me and stood out was about the power and the truth of God's word and that we are called to speak it faithfully and how, um, you know, it kind of ties into what we talked about yesterday. And when you um, just acknowledge the the need for Jesus and speaking truth without um, apology, it makes room for the power of God to show up. And, you know, kind of that idea of, um, I don't know, the power of the gospel to, to mm-hmm. change us and to move us. And there are times that people don't speak it faithfully, you know, like God mm-hmm. told me, I mean, we've all kind of heard those stories, right? Well, yeah. God said, and here he warns about the danger of that. And um, just reminding us the importance of speaking true truth. Yeah. Yeah. And sticking to his word, you right. know, um, right. not that I don't, believe that God obviously used prophets in the Bible. I think that there are still those today, um, whether like futuristic type prophets or they're prophets who just have a very real sense of like even current timely words. Yeah. Timely words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I think that, yeah, it, as always, we have to weigh that against what the truth of the scripture is because if it doesn't align with, God's truth, then we really have to weigh that. Yes. And that to me is always challenging. Like um, I have done a lot of like digging into different like false prophets because that's come up in, I don't know why, um, but in my life, like over the last year, maybe two, Okay, I feel like that's been something that's just come across my studies Hmm. so many times. And I'm like, all right. why do I keep getting this like false prophet teaching stuff? Like what, what is there to that? And what, um, 
what leverage am I giving people who have, you know, like whether it be a pastor or some special teacher, you know, Mm -hmm. or um, book author, Mm -hmm. uh, things like that. Like what special attention am I giving those? And am I able to listen and discern Mm -hmm. whether or not they speak truth or not? Um, Because I don't want to be led astray by somebody because again, it's not a very good outcome. No. for those that are no. and some of them are like like innocent bystanders right like they're just maybe not doing the work and i don't want to be that right you know right um yeah i think that's probably when i really started getting into the word um a few years ago when i was challenged to do it that was really my biggest thing is i like mm-hmm. i don't like to read anyway um i love reading the word mm-hmm. but i'm not one to pick up devotionals uh-huh um, at least not real quickly, if it's in paper, for sure not. Um, but it was always just the word. And I'm like, all right, yes. God, just just the word. I don't need to necessarily hear what somebody else has to say about it. Yep. Um, and I think that that's important. Oh, my goodness. You know? Well, if you're going to walk in truth, you have to know what truth is. Right. And the best lies are partial truth. Yeah. So if you don't know... Um, God's word fully, then it's easy to be led astray. And it is so important to know what his word says um, and know his character that we get to witness through history and through his word. And um, so studying the Bible is so important if you're going to have any hope of walking out um, and walking that out and being like him, because you have to know what he was like and be able to recognize when there are people that are teaching differently and, you know, recognizing that even people with the right hearts and who long to honor God um, are still people, you know, and being able to have conversations about truth and um, what God's word says with, you know, other people and um, keeping all those things in check and bringing it back to scripture, constantly back to scripture. You have to know it. You have to know it. And, you know, it's, in some ways, it is too easy to re- reach for a devotional. And really, at the end of the day, you're getting someone else's interpretation of Scripture when we should know our Scripture for ourselves, too. Not that devotions are inherently right. no, bad. Or, absolutely. And you should have other people's perspectives. And there's value in that, too. But, um, yeah, studying the Word of God. There, I, read, I saw a statistic, and I wish I would have looked it up, but our conversation is making me think of this about how few Christians actually regularly read the word of God. And it was startling. It was so low. It was very scary, really. How are you going to walk out um, the word of God when you don't actually open it and read it? Right. And I think like for me, that's when I started to read it. Um, And then maybe that's where those, that false prophet thing became very important. Yes. Because I think for a long part of my life, it was really just trusting whoever was speaking to me about mm-hmm. faith. And I trusted the pastor mm-hmm. had done their work mm-hmm. and are um, intentional about speaking truth mm-hmm. or the, um, the, you know, really that was all my context was whatever the pastor said. So wherever I was going to church, sure. That was who I trusted to be sharing God's word. Sure. As it was written. Um, but here, I think it, makes it pretty clear that these prophets aren't, he's not saying Satan is the one doing this, right? These are prophets who are known prophets of God and they're the ones 
who are kind of pulling people away by teaching incorrect teachings. Um, and so it, it's, but you're right without knowing what the scripture says, there's no way to know for yourself whether or not, um, pastor Matt or pastor Kevin or pastor Joe Schmo Mm -hmm. standing up there is doing the work of reading the scripture. And then, you know, there is study and there's interpretation that we all kind of glean from scripture. Um, but it has to align with the whole of scripture. So it's not enough just to trust that they're the ones that are doing good. Right. Absolutely. Because, um, they could as easily be led astray as anybody else, you know, as I am, you know, um, just because they're pastors or biblical theologians doesn't make them necessarily gospel, right? Right. The gospel is the gospel and that's it. Right. Um, Yep. So, yeah, that that to me is, you know, it's scary to think that we can easily be led astray mm-hmm. um, by even well-intentioned people. And I think um, it's important that you read the scriptures to know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Well, and so I, I think now more than ever, um, so many are reading the Bible through the world's lenses mm-hmm. instead of seeing the world through the Bible's lenses. Yeah. Um, that's a major difference. It's a major difference, especially with so many issues in our culture today. Yeah. Um, you got to have eyes to see the world around you and people and um, things through biblical lenses if you're going to carry out the call of Jesus. You can't be coming to the word and seeing it through the world's viewpoint, the vantage point. It's kind of like the microscope. If you turn it one way or another, you know, it makes right. it, or um, the binoculars, you know, the, there's a major difference if we're talking about which right. vantage point you're approaching with. Are you approaching the scripture with the world's view or are you approaching the world with scripture Scripture first, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. And um very difficult, right? Very difficult to do. Um, yeah, I, I'm looking through my notes here. Was there anything else that you had in addition to that? No, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only thing that really caught me um, is in verse 28. It says, and this is God speaking. He says, let these false prophets tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. Mm. Um, And I just thought, you know, God doesn't silence. He doesn't cancel the false prophets. He doesn't, you know, turn them out, turn them off or tune them out. Um, God allows Yes. You know, Satan to be in this world until he comes back again and he'll destroy the entire thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But until then, mm-hmm. he doesn't cancel them. Right. You know, he doesn't have a cancel culture where he cancels people out. Yes. Um, because they're speaking falsehoods against him. Right. He says, let them talk about whatever they want to talk about. Yes. But instead has confidence in his word. Right. And yes. But he word. has confidence in us, his yes. messengers, the ones who faithfully read um, the scriptures and are able to view the world and speak truth into yes. the world in which we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's an important thing, yes. you know, let my messengers, my true messengers faithfully proclaim my yes. every word. Yes. 
So um, today, as we go forward into our Wednesday, um, I just pray that you will be encouraged and challenged to uh, be that faithful messenger. You know, know your scriptures, read it daily, regularly. Um, and then, yeah, be the faithful messengers. Let our voices overpower the false um, and the untrue. Mm-hmm. Um, and my closing for today comes from First uh, Thessalonians 5, verses 20 through 22. And there it says, um, oh, and I'm going to go on to 23 so that it wraps it up good. But it says, do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. So blessings on your day today. We will be back tomorrow. Have a good one. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.